0: Oh, uh-huh. could it hmm. be? Oh, what's that? oh dear god, it could be. Actually, uh, you,
1: are you are listening, listening to
0: Fion's lovely, lovely Podcast. Ooh, lovely. Hey, welcome to Fion's Lovely Podcast. Hey, did you know the show can now be found on iTunes, Stitcher and SoundCloud? Hmm, Good to know. So yeah, on today's episode, I interviewed Ben Nolan. Ben is a very interesting guy, he's a photographer, filmmaker and entrepreneur. He's got an insane amount of drive and a lot of insight into Ireland's media industry. And seemingly, he's got quite a bit of foresight into it too. Since recording, he's gone on to win Archie's Factual Documentary Award at Fresh Film Festival for his drugs documentary called Bad Buzz. We talked about media in Ireland, Ben's photography hustle, his documentaries, and the dark side of teenage life in Dublin, among other things. It's a really packed interview. And yeah, uh, it's just one note before I begin this episode. Unfortunately, this is the episode where I learned that it's not such a good idea to use a condenser microphone in a crowded cafe with a lot of background noise. Unfortunately, the quality of the audio doesn't match the quality of the interview, but I'd still really encourage that you listen to this great interview with Ben Nolan. Ah, lovely. Yeah, not too bad. Take it away. So, yeah, get right into it. So, you're
1: making a documentary series. What's it about? I'm indeed, well, like, see, I'm 17, so, you know, everybody my age is about to go into college, and I'm a few friends in college, and because... Of, I'm kind of in the media space, and that's why I want to work. You know, I want to make a documentary about the media space and how to get into it. What's it like, especially in Ireland now? Because you look at America and like you know what's going on, Hollywood, all this, New York has a lot of stuff going on. In Ireland, like, you know, Temple Bar, question mark. Like, you know, nobody really knows what's going on, especially at this age. And is the
0: industry becoming overpopulated, do you think?
1: 100% without a doubt. Unfortunately, because ever since digital and stuff, you have a lot of people who just rush out and make stuff, and they claim to be, oh, professional this, professional that, award-winning this. Like, you know, when you stick award-winning for, on your Instagram, what award did you win? Name of any award. Create your own award. Like, you know, it's like when people print out, uh, what do they use to print out like degrees over the internet oh yeah fake certificates uh,
0: exactly fake priest license oh yeah like priest licenses i think yeah i think there's a website you can get like uh not a priest what's uh, the protestant one in america uh, pastor yeah pastor license Savage. so you can do your daughter's wedding or something oh great i mean i was gonna get a pilot's license but i
1: think that's a little bit more attractive so like
0: your but, pilot's license, freezing easy to forward.
1: Oh even yeah. if you're half blind. Oh geez, geez. Like as long as you know where the on button is and the keys and the ignition, like. You know, friendly enough, planes don't have keys, so anybody with the right know-how can turn one of those puppies on. Like, so the, the documentary, anyways, is a. Uh, it's about kind of how to get into media. What you'd be doing at kind of like this age, because. As well as being like, one, a documentary because I'm interested in it and it would be great for me to get information out of it. It's also going towards my portfolio to get into college to do media. So, you know, it serves me in both ways, but like I really want to help people my age, especially kind of like understand the landscape. It's an education. Yeah, right exactly. So like half of it will be centered on going to college, what's that like, following around people in college. And then the other half will be people who are working in the industry, see kind of like how life pans out. Because like freelance videographer, you know, there's not much money in it really, like, you know, you're not living the extravagant lifestyle, unless you're huge, being flown around the place. So it's very much, you know, you have to get up and hustle, you know. Yeah, I know some I people who haven't made the money they put into it yet. Oh, so yeah.
0: 100 uh, How long is it going to be, like, how many episodes are you taking?
1: Well, I'm aiming for kind of 45 minutes, I just want to do kind of one general and see if it takes me in any other directions, but, like, currently the way it's structured is, like, I'm gonna view it more as a book so like chapter one like you know just a bit about myself quick five minutes just like hey here's the guy here's why you know chapter two what you're doing before college how to prepare for college chapter three in college chapter four leaving college going to work and then finally we finish it off by interviewing a freelance uh, videographer and just seeing what the story is really and,
0: and is media
1: in Ireland your end goal or oh no Media in Ireland is the start goal. I wanna finish by travelling the world. I mean, alone with just in my school in the last year I've gone to China, France and Spain with the school just for media. I didn't do any of the classes, they just needed a dedicated media person. I was the only guy in the school who was doing it, so you know, I, I think that's the end goal, travel around the world.
0: Where would you hope to like build the empire or would it be on the go?
1: Well, the Empire, here's a really smart thing, the Empire is online, so it can be anywhere, as long as I have, like, the smartphone, it's grand, but, uh, if I had to pick a country, I think Dubai's gonna be really big now, because they're running out of oil, but they have all these really cheap houses made, because of all the people coming over from India and stuff, so I'd say that's gonna be the next kind of place, I'd say they're gonna position themselves, like, the Spain, the Spain of Europe, they're gonna be, the Spain of the Middle East I think that's going to be where everybody goes in twelve days. the big resorts are going to be there I mean they already have some fantastic huge structures you know ice rinks indoors you, know, you, you can go skiing in the middle of the desert you know so I think that's going to be the place to be yeah.
0: and you're talking about working in media do you think that uh, secondary schools
1: prepare you for that kind of work no no, not in one way. I mean, my school is very lucky. I go to one of the top 20 secondary schools to send your kid to an island. Now, it's not a private school, it's a public school now. But uh, we do have a media course that you can do in fourth year. And then I'll start through leaving Inside Pride, which I do, you know, and FOSS. You can do media, outlet-related stuff. So I think that kind of prepares you. But 100%, if you're gonna get ahead, then you start as early as possible. When well, I did YouTube at 14, 15, that's how we met. That was a huge thing for me. And then just slowly elevating it to paid gigs. Working with different people, I'm a part of a film club now, tallic and Talio Filmmakers. I do the head of uh, social and PR for them, I'm also a producer in there. That's a fantastic networking opportunity for me with the IFI in Dublin. And there's also working with different people and rebuilding really a crew of people that, as we all get older, we can all kind of create together. Because I was asking one of my bosses, uh, you know, if you were looking for somebody in media, what would you put down on the CV? And he laughed at me, he's like, then I wouldn't make a CV, I haven't made a CV in 11 years. It's all about your portfolio and who you know especially in Ireland. Ireland's pretty tricky place I believe Ortiz budget was 400 million for one year I think I think this year it's only divided between 30 different companies
0: yeah they've been shutting a load of studios down recently
1: it's crazy yeah it's kind but
0: of upsetting that what was once an institution is kind of like dismantling at this point
1: yeah, yeah. no it's just a privatized club. That has the most viewership of like you know any TV station in Ireland because your mom watches the news, your dad sits down to watch like the weather. Everybody watches the weather actually. You know, nobody talks during the weather. I don't know why because like there's a lot of like you know parents in their forties, fifties who don't understand that your smartphone more than likely has a more up to date weather app uh, because it's constantly being updated. Instead the weather guy who gets the most updated information puts it out through the TV network. But then half an hour later like stuff can change. TV, like nobody my age now watches TV. I know nobody in my school really watches TV. If you go back five years, people watched MTV, that was about it. But our attention spans are getting shorter. Like, I was trying to watch a movie on Netflix there, and Little Sister was this independent film made. And you know, it was really good. Well, I sat down to watch that, right? But in the first three minutes, I skipped in the head, 30 seconds, 50 seconds. It was like I was trying to extract information from it. like they are doing YouTube videos or Snapchat, so, you know, it, it, I had to coach myself into watching a movie, and I want to work in that industry.
0: Yeah, I find myself yeah. watching films episodically. Yeah. Like, I'd pause it, go away for a few hours, go back to it. Our attention
1: spans are gone. I mean, you asked me to read a book now, I'm dyslexic as well, but that's no excuse. Like, I cannot read a book. I'll read a chapter of a book, put it down, pick it up six months later, reread that chapter, and maybe start another. That'd be about the size of it. I've
0: started reading again, but I had to give up watching video for two weeks. Jeez to be able to just bring my attention to it, which is a serious problem because reading is really good for the mind, it helps you enter a flow state really easily, yeah. and I think our generation are kind of losing our grasp of it.
1: Oh yeah, I literally, I don't know what it's like to read, I can read titles of stuff, I can read text messages, but like uh, in class one day we, we have to read like an article and stuff, like I find myself struggling to read through it there now. Like, I was very confident now when I was in third year, you know, and you have big essays to do and all that type of stuff, but, like, you know, I was not able to do it.
0: It's worrying. Oh, words.
1: it's scary.
0: So, uh, have you made any other documentaries?
1: I've, I've actually, I've made a drugs documentary now for drugs.ee because mm-hmm. they have a, they have a competition going see so you can create kind of a good for kind of under three minutes that that's going in a fresh film festival this year is the director and producer of that one and then we have a whole cast of food behind us I agree. So that's pretty good and it was recounting experiences uh, that young people had around taking drugs because if you just put out an advert that says like you know what drugs are bad like Australia is a great example they have uh, anti-drug campaigns which are based around like you know the girl who smokes a bit of weed and now she's like a sloth oh yeah I mean I know plenty of people who if they could they would become a sloth so, you know, that that's not the best example, you know? So, this really shows the hard kind of side of drugs and, like, people who are actually, like, friends die because of drugs, people lose things because of drugs, do like, you know.
0: Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of misinformation given about drugs and, like,
1: all drugs are put into the one basket. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if you were to legalise weed, it would change the landscape of teenagers in Dublin overnight because suddenly... They're not going from, like, okay, well, the same guy who sells me the weed also says that I should take this ecstasy tablet, you know, eat. Oh, maybe I'll take one of those. That changes to, like, okay, I bought the weed, okay, I have it. Like, the only thing that I'm against weed is when you smoke it, because smoke in the lungs, that doesn't sit right with me. I've had friends who, like, you know, they have relatives who, like, very close to me now, who have, like, died of lung cancer and stuff, so I think, like, smoking is just generally, like, a bad move to make, so, yeah, I I don't support that, but, like, dude, put it in the brownies and, like, yeah. Yeah, whenever I hear people talking talk about weed, it's smoking. Yeah.
0: And I, I don't understand why. It's It's quicker, I suppose. And, like, I listen to a lot of... Uh, do you know Joe Rogan? I've heard Yeah, he does a podcast, and he gets a lot of uh, psychonauts on, and people who research uh, psychedelics. And a lot of them, like uh, mushrooms, LSD, when they're not sprayed, are very safe. Uh, well, you can have a bad trip and yeah. if you have like schizophrenia in your family history then stay away but they're non-toxic they're non-addictive but then again i have no personal experience to draw from so <laughs>
1: hello <laughs> oh granny how are you doing <laughs> exactly yeah no i mean you know, the reason why i was able to make this documentary is because for for a year like I hung around kind of the central bank in town, which is like the main kind of go-to spot for kind of teens who just didn't have mates in the local area. But because it's in town, like it's so much more extreme, to where like you're drinking like you know straight vodka once a week every Saturday. You know you're stumbling around town drunk, which you don't realize till you actually do. It's an incredibly dangerous activity, especially when you're young. Yeah, exactly. So, like, oh, I've had run ins with different things, like, you know, being stabbed in the leg, for example, by a friend. Yeah, we're okay now, but, like, that was a scary experience, you know? I mean, it almost, was an accident, it was fine. It was an accident, I, mean, I got to keep the blade, I and mean, we all won in the end. I got, like, a really cool scar. Oh, got to keep the blade and the scar, you sound. Oh, I sound like that. I you didn't ask for the scar back then, it was take a while. And so, like, experiences like that, you know, and, like, also seeing a lot of friends hurt by drugs, I mean, I went away for a two-week vacation with the family uh, to Spain, and in the two weeks I was gone to Spain with the fam, uh, one of my mates owed six hundred quid for uh, ecstasy. He's kicked out of his house. He's made homeless at the age of sixteen. Uh, he lived in Smithfield, which is an incredibly dangerous area now, Dublin. Like you know, you have to walk with some intensity to get through there, Grant. So he's there, and like you know, life just turned around for him. You know, I just went to commute shit you know and like that was in the space of, that was in the space of two weeks when I was away with my family having like dinner in restaurants you know you know, enjoying the sun you know it's a crazy how different your life can be I mean I think you know going to Dublin is an incredibly good life experience you know I'm a lot street wise now and oh like, yeah, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be yeah, and coming like,
0: from like a small town in the Midlands and not going out in that town too much yeah, <laughs> definitely
1: not like, as wise Oh, yeah, no, it like it made me realize how one going back to extreme ownership, you know, as I was saying to you, the whole thing of everything that happens to you, excluding like some circumstances, you know, obviously like life changing kind of uh, stuff that happened to you when you're trying all this type of stuff, those you know are excluded from this, but everything else is your doing, you know, you've put yourself in that position, so you know people in town you know don't really understand extreme ownership or they don't think it applies to them. They live in like the now just like oh I'll drink and I'll have a good time and now they don't think about okay well in half an hour I'm going to be walking through a meeting house in town where lads are throwing bottles at each other at half ten like you know they don't understand that there's a danger in that.
0: At this age it's hard to have so much foresight <laughs> oh, yeah. so I think this is the age where we learned those unfortunate lessons.
1: Yeah. And some people, unfortunately, like, you know, I'm not a lot tougher lessons to learn. Oh yeah, you know, like,
0: you know. absolutely, like, since I started in the VTAC course, like, I've been exposed to, like, Irish Traveller life, uh, teen pregnancies, it's just toughness you can't imagine.
1: Yeah, like, when I think, oh my god, oh, I wasn't allowed to stay until one o'clock in the morning, oh, shit, my parents are, and then there's some guys, He's allowed to stay up whenever he wants because he doesn't have a home, so you know should try and stay awake as long as possible to be safe. It's two very different extremes. So do you know what college you want to go to now?
0: Well, the thing is, I know that idea will change in the year where I do my PLCs. Well,
1: well, fucking people need to know about this place, right? There's a place down in Kerry called Kerry ETB Training Centre, right? It's in Tralee. I've looked at it, yeah. Have you seen the video course there? Uh, I've heard about it. The thing is, right now uh, on their website, I think it, it's finickety You can get the good one or you can get the bad one. But uh, there's one that says that you need a leaving search to do, right? Yeah, that one I'm not a fan of. But then there's another one that says like minimum junior search or like you know the equipment. Uh, purely based on interview, one year, like 52 weeks, intensive training course in how to use like, you know, Sony cameras, Canon, is Canon FX cameras? Or no, they're the C100. On the yes, yeah, it was all work oriented.
0: Yeah. But I was looking at it and I couldn't find the award that it gave.
1: I didn't know, was it like a level 5 course that could get you on yeah. to college? Uh, it's a City and Guilds course. Uh, so, you know, yeah, which is the equivalent of just being like, I attended here, you know, which isn't kind of the best, but like, yeah, I had the pleasure of running to the guy who runs that course, uh, actually up in Dublin, he's doing a... Uh, the a part of the thing going on in the ODS about kind of you know, future employment and all this type of stuff, and I was photographing it from my school so he's walking around with two bodies, which means two cameras, uh, just for the audience um, oh yeah, for me
0: too,
1: I, I was taking two bodies so, and I, was wa- I was walking around, outer body experience man there's a mushroom, and he goes you look like the guy, so I was astraly projecting like, at this it? guy oh
0: Jesus yeah.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> so like, Ron's you- using me with the two cameras anyway, he goes <laughs> like How do you know? Have you seen this course? And I was like, okay, okay. So I was looking at the leaflet and he's talking with this other kid in front of me. The kid was asking basic questions. Oh, what camera gear do you use? And all this type of stuff. And your man was really not having it. And he goes, oh, we use everything. Just really basic with them. And then, like, your man walks off. So he comes up to me and goes, oh, you've been looking at it. I go, oh, yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah. Here we go, two cameras. And he goes, listen, I don't make filmmakers. This whole millennial thing of just like, oh, I'm a filmmaker, I do YouTube. I don't make that. I make directors, cinematographers, lighting, gaffer. I make cameramen. I make proper industry professionals. I don't want artsy fartsy people. And I was like, I one hundred percent get you. And he goes, I want the guy who shows up twenty minutes early and leaves like an hour after everybody else is gone. I want that guy. And I go, I am that guy. And he just said like, Okay, how old are you? And I go, I'm seventeen. And he goes, John the Junior. And I go, Yeah. And he goes. If you move down to Kerry to do this course, you get a grant of 70 quid a week to come down and live there. Best part is for me, I have friends who live down in Kerry, like in Tralee. I'll be off a college fucking parties to 1 o'clock in the morning, job to work at like 5 o'clock in the morning, 52 week intensive course, I'd 100% do that. The only thing stopping me? My parents. Because they're like, no, you cannot quit school. You know, it's ridiculous because like that's the old model that they grow up with. Just like, oh you go to your school, you get to college, you get the good job, you get the wife, the kids, the house, the mortgage, you know, the dog, you know, you, you might you might get a jeep if you're lucky and that's kind of your life. That is 100% not my life. I can go to Bally Firm and do the one year PLC and TV and film and a two year diploma once I'm 21. You know, everybody goes like, oh well you'll be working for 50 years and I go, so why can't I just take time off now? Work on myself, see exactly where it is, examine the landscape, which LCA has given me a fantastic opportunity to do, hence the documentary. You know, why can't I just do this now? You know, I mean, God forbid the course starts in June. I go 18 in May. 18, leave school course for a year work in the industry I already work I work a part-time job that affords me enough money so that when I have meetings with people like I do for like you know the podcast like I do for documentaries when I've to like meet people because it's so much better face-to-face like you know you build a real rapport with people oh yeah so like I'm doing a part-time job that I fucking hate. I do that every week so that I can afford to have lunch meetings with people so that one day when the documentary comes out some famous guy sees it or just some producer sees it and goes hey kid I like your stuff and then I'll be able to ask him to be like hey you know I'd love to come you know intern on a set or something I intern my ass off like I do I go hardcore on everything that I do I don't give a fuck what I suck at I 100% own everything I'm good at, I then work my ass off to where I'd be like, do you want to come work first, and I'd be like, hells yeah I do, I do a basic kind of, you know, job, I just get paid enough, I can go to night college if that works, if not I drop it out, I do college, I work through it, I'm now an industry professional who is qualified and i get the most money possible. And I've built up all these connections from work. I don't know why I'm sitting in a class learning Irish that I will never use in my life, sitting beside guys who literally want to go on the dole. What am I doing here, man? Yeah. The traditional system is so fucked. When are you finished? I'll be 19 doing the leave-in. I'll be 19 the week I do the leave-in. Um, which is next year, actually, so 2018. Oh, so I'd see why you're
0: eager today.
1: Yeah, like, dude, I'm ready. I'm already creating. I'm already networking. I have, like, so many, like, you know, i got the part-time job that I hate. I've got films that I've made, you know, I'm had a social media for Italian I have the groundwork in place. If I left school, I could go full-time on Home and Focus. I could be making enough to, like, you know, bring in money for that I could save up to rent a place for a while. Or just, like... This is the perfect age. if you've been watching Gary Vaynerchuk, i fucking love that man. If you've been watching his videos where he's like college students, take the next five years off, just go do, see what that tastes like. If it doesn't work, you're still young. When I'm 27, I'll still be young enough.
0: Oh yeah, you love every opportunity, like I know
1: 27-year-olds going back to college. Yeah, literally, like it's crazy how... Like, I'm trying to get out there, but everybody else is saying like, no, no, you're gonna have to sit it out for another four or five years, because that's what I did then you can start getting out there. I'm not, like, you know, my mother, God bless her, I love her, she doesn't work in media. She doesn't understand, like, my parents don't understand, like, when I come home and I'm sitting at the dinner table, my little brother does rugby, if he loses a match, it's still, like, the talk of the table, and I go, like, oh, yeah, I kinda have two films going into, like, a film festival, or, you know, oh, yeah, no, I'm gonna be on a podcast, you know, about interesting people. They, they can't grasp what that means and the significance of that. Because they don't understand the twenty first century and the new world that we're living in. Because personal brand, which is a huge thing I capitalise on, like you know, I have four hundred and I think nineteen people on my Instagram. I have friends with eighteen thousand who I work with. The only difference is they have followers from all over the world. My followers, I use all the Irish hashtags. I use you know Irish media, Irish photographer, you know dublin instagram discover dublin all this type of stuff so all my followers are photographers in dublin or people who like it in dublin which means i can commute to work experience if they hire me you know i can do stuff with them whereas you know uh, some rich guy off in zimbabwe like one of my things and be like oh hey you know i think that's really cool i can't go fly me out to zimbabwe i'll take a couple of portraits of you because that's not worth it for him and it's also not worth it for me you yeah know. Well,
0: those Nigerian princes who you're related to are gonna give you a big sum of money are great, but...
1: Dude, I'm still waiting on all those diamonds that my gran ordered back in 1986. Oh. I think they're blood diamonds. Uh, no. uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're lost in transport.
0: But still, like, even if it's just your afternoons and you're sticking in school, like... Dublin, there's so many opportunities here. 100%. And even, like, the time in the afternoons, even though you're probably drained from school. <laughs> They're still really valuable. Oh, yeah. And everything's there.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's crazy. Like, I. The most relaxed point of my day is in school. So, like, in school, I'm one of the lads. I'm like, ah, oh, nah, no, so. I don't want to do much today. That's bad. And then, like, the moment I'm outside school and I'm on the call with, like, you know, Peter from film club, and I'm like, oh yes or no I'll send over the file today today thank you so much for this opportunity to 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 but two very different lifestyles but if I could quit school I could work normal human hours on my business or I just fuck normal hours actually no I'd have an extra six hours where I could deploy myself full time into doing it so that when I come home drained and then I have to work on it like that is like hey it's still better than most people are doing like name another 17 year old in Ireland making as much money from photography as I am I
0: can't
1: think of them. Boom. Straight out there. I own currently I own this teenage industry. Nobody's making money like me. As as photographing a gig at the academy for a couple of months. I was beside some guy, right? The light just shines down on the photography film. Okay, for a split second, right? Guy in his twenties. Seventy mark two and some lens that's, like, F1.4, way better than my gear. And that was the moment I was like, fuck, I just leveled up. I need a cop on now, and I need to get to, like, where he is, and then above that. You know, like, I'm operating like a 20-year-old is, so that by the time I'm 20, I've built up, like, the career that, like, a 30-year-old has. Like, I want to get well-established tattooed on the back of my forehead, like, as a gang thing. Like, you know... Like, my current target, especially, like, I have a young uh, company that I've started, right, for creatives who are also around my age. It's more of a kind of PR agency type thing. We get them gigs, they give us commission. But, like, we build a network, we train them up, we do all this type stuff. Oh, that's good. The mission statement is, and this comes from me, I've just been like, I want to be a fucking problem. Every 19-year-old DIT photography student in Dublin, I want them to ring up the academy and go, "Hey, I'll take photos for free." And I want the academy to go, "Don't worry, Ben Nolan's doing it. We're paying him. It's okay." I want that person to hang up the phone. I want them to be like, "Fuck," but they can't say anything on social media because I'm such a nice guy. They already have me on Facebook. And dude, that's happened. Really? It has happened. I've had a friend ring me and go. And it's like, oh, did you photograph my thing in the academy? And I was like, yeah. And they go, yeah, no, fuck you, you beat me out. And I was just like, yeah, kind of did. Now in my head, I'm like, fuck you. I'm a hard worker. Like, you know, you just didn't put in the hours. Fuck you. And they're like, oh, no, yeah, lucky you. There's no luck involved. Extreme ownership, dude. I own it. Yeah, well, you're kind of
0: lucky in the way that you're
1: to what you wanted to do early. Yeah. And started working. Like, oh, thank God. When did that happen? I've been taking images since I was 14, you know, smartphone, family camera, bridge camera, but it's only after after junior cert, right? I, I'm very clever <laughs> in this. I told my parents, I was like, because I get terrible school results, I was like, if I get one A, will you give me 50 quid? And they go, yeah. And I go, if I get a B, will you give me 20 quid? And they're like, yeah. Right? In, in my November's business, for an example, in the November tests, I got 32% in business. I failed business. What? In the junior search I got an A in business. How oh, fair play? Because I saw the money, I saw what I could get out of it. I went full strength all into it. I didn't chat to people online. I didn't go out and kick the footballer out. I never did that, anyways. So like, I gave myself one hundred percent to it. With I got four hundred and twenty quid. With that money, I went out. I bought twelve hundred D. I took photos on that. My school employed me for a bit to take photos. Saved up, got the Sigma seventy to third seventy to three hundred millimeter lens. Oh, like for It's a very nice lens. I recommend it as people's second lens. Gives you a nice bit of zoom, good for portraits. Got that. Started making money with concert photography because one of my friends was like, "Hey, dude, I got a band. Will you photograph us?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." Photographed them for a bit and then they're like oh, okay cool they slipped me 30 quid and i was like jesus what the fuck i can be paid for this 100% deployed myself from that got that found out video work because here's the thing photos are great now, but the work isn't as constant i mean it's a nice it's a healthy sum of money but it's not as constant as video work and the older you get the more people trust you like i can currently apply for a grant and an arty an grant of 10 euro and I'm, I'm pretty confident through recommendations that I have that I could easily get that. You know, so like when age comes a bit a responsibility like when I see 15 year olds who get me on Facebook now and they go, hey I want to do what you do and I, and I just go, keep taking photos and read business books. When I'm reading Gary Vaynerchuk who like, he's an investor in businesses and did one library like, that does not apply to my life but all the tips that he has thank you economy how to be nice to your fans grow a business like happily make sure that everybody's like comfortable in that business grow it organically all that type stuff that 100% applies to me you just have to you have to take all the life experiences you have and adapt them to fit your situation and your goal and then 100% execute on that get shit hours of sleep because this is the age that we can do it and this is the age like during the summer I'm not going away with the family this summer I'm gonna find one of my mates who's like in college or like doing uh, media work I'm gonna be like let me crash on your couch I'll take behind the scenes photos for you I'll just do my own thing I want to be in this fucking space You'll be like D-Rock I'm gonna be like D-Rock I'm gonna be paid $33,000 a year To literally video people Make connections Follow a guy around Like Like, you know literally Like I mean it's not hardcore intensive, like, you know, National Geographic, you're only going to be in, like, you know, Kenya once in your life, make sure you get the shot, but it is definitely, like, you know, the workload that's placed on it. Like that's stress, like, that guy's 100% owning what he's doing, I mean, Jesus.
0: Yeah, I think it's really cool that you have, like, so much self-awareness now, because there's people your age and older than you, who just don't have a clue
1: what they want to do. Some of our friends, I'm not going to name drop it, some of our friends, are in college doing courses they don't want to do, they don't know what, it, they, some of them are in college courses that I don't even know what they get out of it, like there's some of those weird ones where they're like, okay, and what's the end goal, like what professional is that for you, and they go, oh I don't know, I think it just leads on to something else, it's like, okay, cool,
0: yeah, that, that's where people are lost, like four years later,
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah, and that's the traditional system failing, like, leaving Are Applied is based on the Scandinavian education model, which is, to sum it up, basically, once you know what you want to do, just go out and do it. So work experience. I've done it for camera stores. I've done it for photographers. I'm doing it for myself. You know, I'm masquerading as one of the businesses that I do actually run. But I'm doing work dedicated to that, which you know, ultimately, yeah, it does come back. It builds, you know, my brand and kind of my business. But it's good for my company as well. And then when I'm in school, everything is portfolio kind of orientated for me. So like, I take photos for the school. You know, I like. In class, if I don't want to learn, like, everything's practical in Leaving Center Right. Algebra. We don't do it. Pythagoras is theory. When was the last time you used that in real life? I forget how it even works. I couldn't spell Pythagoras, let alone theorem. you know, but you ask me about the exposure triangle of how to take a good photo, I will nail that. You get me to talk about, you know, what's it, raw versus JPEG, why do you shoot raw? Well, it's like HD of video, it's like 1080p, JPEG 720p, it's grand, but Jesus, 1080p? Raw? That shit is my eye-popping, glorious detail. I can talk about that in intricate detail all day, because I know what I want to do and executing it upon it. And I'm, I am where a twenty year old is now. Like I read books about photography. I'm making notes of my mates who are doing the one year PLC in Valley TV and Film. I ask them for their notes. I photocopy them. I'm reading through like you know, uh, Kaylee's notes about what she does. You know and like you know. Oh, Kenneth was showing me this lighting technique. I'm gonna make sure that I learn it because he learned it from an industry professional. Is that Daly, is
0: it? Sorry.
1: Kenneth it? Kenneth Down. Exactly.
0: Ah, cool,
1: yeah. Did you hear okay. he got into the army? No, I. he
0: told me at Krakon that he was applying to the army and I was like, I thought he was joking because...
1: The man is a hardcore, if you've seen my photos where he's in the ghillie suit, yeah. <laughs> was it Bray head. yeah, like that guy is dedi- once again dedicated towards the craft, he's been exercising since he was like 15 for this, oh, yeah, six-packed, oh Jesus, like you know, he, he could kill any one of us. And, like, you know, he's he's like, 5'5", 5'4". Like, he's a normal-sized guy. And, you know, six-pack, never goes to a gym, just dedicated towards what he wants to do. And, dude, I found out last week he passed the Army Physical Fitness Test. Well, he was sick. That's impressive. He walks into the interview and just goes, like, I've been dedicated towards this. I'm going to defend my country. I don't see any problem with that. I'd send him in. Yeah, he, he...
0: I think he's becoming a bit of a killing machine, which is scary, because last scary. time I saw him was yeah. a year ago, or maybe two weeks ago here. <laughs> I, I passed him on the street, I didn't know whether it was him, but, Oh, that's mad. Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah, the LCA sounds like a white right job, like... Uh, compared to what I'm doing now, which is tax level 4, which is so
1: easy and not practical at all. It's one of those, it just keeps people in education, keeps them on like It keeps people
0: on a payment that's more than a job.
1: Like, it's ridiculous. You get paid for it, don't you? You do. Very nice, because like I heard now, like, in uh, LCA, you know, it, it's like use reach or FOSS input. Yeah. It's just in a school setting, so we can't get paid. And we, we leave with like a tech level 5, but like, if you do Youth Reacher oh. course, then you just do another course that you can complete within a year, you can complete within 3 years, so it takes it you at your own pace. And you guys get paid, like, I heard it's like 160 quid a week if you're over 18, with yeah. travel allowance? Uh, not travel allowance, but, uh, uh, yeah, but the,
0: the thing is, like... You do have to do a level 5 course after, it, and I'm just rushing. I joined May last year, I'm rushing to get everything done by September. Yeah. And the only thing that's stopping me is that everything runs really slowly in there, yeah. and nobody wants to work.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's the only high thing. I mean, if I had the choice, I'd do the LCA thing in the year. Like, we have key assignments, which are literally worksheets of pieces of paper that can show, like, okay, you know, to tell the time, you can go to the shops. Like you know, congratulations, and like I'd love to just go like, okay, so we have eight of these over two years. Can I not just do them all within half an hour? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of time is sitting around and pondering, wow, was this the right life choice for me? You know, there's a lot of that type of stuff, but like, I mean, compared to the normal school, like I can remember crying, studying because like the information just wasn't going in. You know, not. I mean, and the great thing about these courses are, they're they have a great emphasis
0: on personal development yeah which uh, regular public school schooling doesn't like believing so like, well, no exactly. room for it. do you guys do interviews on stuff that you do do they bring in uh, yeah like, we have a case con- conferencing every month where you can just talk
1: about your progress savage because like that, that shows you like how to go to interviews and stuff and then, like, the rest of my mates, you know, like, I'm stressing over, like, okay, I'm going to go into this interview, make sure that I'm sitting up straight, because, like, like, language isn't a barrier for me. I'm able to speak quite properly. So, you know, I'm going where some of the other guys in the class maybe wouldn't be able to. But, uh, like, for me, it's just, like, my posture, because I have a bad back from literally years of walking around school with a massive fucking bag on my back with all the books in it, you know? So as long as I keep that in check on ground, my mates are, stru- are stressing about the leaving cert. Dude, it's in another year.
0: Oh yeah, like there's loads of uh, people like us who have bad backs because of school bags and getting failed results and having low self-esteem.
1: Yeah, oh literally. Dude, I hate school. Like I, when I did Facebook Live, as I was telling you, I did a Facebook Live once. Uh, yeah, I was
0: watching it. That's how this, how this podcast
1: came about. <laughs> and like, uh, uh, and everybody from school was watching it. And I was just saying hello to them and I was just talking about my day-to-day type stuff and what I'm doing kind of outside school and they're actually coming up to me in school and they're like did you, you just keep your head down we don't really know what you do we all just thought you sat at home and did nothing and it's like it's really cool to see that you're doing all that type stuff and I go but in my head I'm like fuck yeah maybe you would have invited me to one of your parties you prince like Jesus if you know how cool I was Uh uh-huh. yeah. they might start now they might say I don't think so cuz like oh no it's gonna be like one of those uh, teen movies
0: where like you're a girl with a ponytail and glasses you let it all down take the glasses off
1: radio rebel you're you're in with the cool kids I mean because I don't wear glasses I think if I start wearing glasses and I let my hair down cuz have the jufro. if I let the jufro down
0: Yes, yeah, just go. I, I mean, I'm not going to
1: horn myself out now from GAA team. That's not something I'm prepared to do. So, like, I'm, I'm very intense with this. But like, when uh, like uh, I'm dating somebody right now. So like, when I'm with my partner now, it's very relaxed and like I don't try and work. But like, uh, like with you, my friends, um, you know, they're like, oh, I heard you got a, like a girlfriend. I was like, yeah. Because that's so you're so lucky, and I'm just there like can you like Facebook call real quick and I'm like yeah and I go and I explained to him I'm like fuck your luck you have your luck dude I work for it and and then like okay and I go I can give you a motivational chat if you want I had this right with one of the guys from my film club he's in sixth year now and I was like so dude somewhere between sixth year college what's the plan he goes what do you mean and I'm there like well what's the plan dude like you know what are you going to do and he goes I think me and the lad's like a loop for a week and I go one week out of three months are you fucking insane? Do you know how much time you have in your hands? And he goes, what are you doing during the break? And I go, well, one dude, I'm going between the fifth year and sixth year of LCA, okay? But do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get work experience with this guy because I read his book and, like, you know, he's like the Irish guy, Vaynerchuk, so I'm going to be the Irish d right oh, Who's right? this
0: guy? Do
1: you think he's out in Cork or something? I'll give you his book, uh, Upgrade Your Life is what it's called. It's an Irish guy Pat something. I've, like, I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm like, this guy was Gary Vaynerchuk, so I'm like, this guy understands. So, like, you know, I'm going to hopefully get in with him. We've got the documentaries coming out. I'm going to do work. He's to, And I'm saying, like, literally, I'm going to find a mate who has a flat, like, you know, Army Colin in DCU, you know, working away, getting the marketing, what's it, marketing and PR, master's this year, and he's very early doing it. He's, like, 22, 23, yeah. and he's already on master's. Like, he was 18 when I, I met him. That's two years ago, like,
0: 21. 21? It's think so, like, Jesus.
1: Something young, or yeah, maybe like, 20, 22, 23, but still, yeah. Like, I've been talking to him, and he's like, He's ridiculously young for doing master's degree already. And that's the type of stuff where I'm like, I want to know how you take and I want to like adapt all the like techniques that you're using just to get so much work done.
0: Oh, yeah, but he's an old soul, and he works yeah. super hard, and, Fair and that's the thing, like, uh, people, like. Like me, can't really look at people and go, oh, they're lucky. It's just luck, it's yeah. just DNA, like, it's work. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. All, all it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to cancel that Interrail trip turn work.
1: Unless you use it as a fabulous PR opportunity, you know, take loads of photos, make videos, you know, that's, that's worth Oh, yeah, I suppose if you do, like, a travel series, yeah. You're, where are you
0: interrailing Uh we're, we're looking at uh, typical places like Amsterdam, uh, Ven- uh, Venice. Uh, yeah, I don't know, it's July. I was just talking to a guy this week. He's never been out of the country. He's stuff there and Nice. And I said, like, I'll go with you.
1: Yeah, well, that yeah, was great to have you um, Jesus, we're at 40 minutes.
0: We're 40 minutes. I think we're 50 nearly. You
1: have any social medias you want to plug, Go ahead. Yeah, fucking Ben Nolan photography on Insta. Ben Nolan photo on Twitter. Ben Nolan on Facebook. Ben Nolan. Ben Nolan photography on Facebook page. So you can find you anywhere on Ben Nolan. Anyway, or add me on Snapchat, Ben Nolan photo. All lowercase, one word. Okay, well, cool. Thank you me. very much. Come on again.
0: Ah, lovely. Thanks a million again for listening to Fion's lovely podcast. I really appreciate you listening to the end. And if you'd like to listen to the podcast on other platforms, this can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and YouTube. And if you want to get in contact with the show, I can be found on Twitter at Fionn So yeah, thanks a million. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to Fionn's Lovely Podcast. Fionn's Lovely podcast.